This is Yolanda Robbins, your host of the Parish Property Chronicle. In this episode of the Paris Property Chronicles, my guest is Michelle Posen, a lifelong practitioner of feng shui. Many of us found ourselves unexpectedly working from home during the COVID-19 lockdowns, a trend which is likely to continue even as restrictions ease. In this new age of telecommuting and social distancing, Michelle will share her thoughts on the importance of feng shui and other wellness principles when creating your home office while staying connected in Paris. Michelle, thank you for joining us today on the Parish Property Chronicles. And I'm hoping that you and your loved ones are safe and healthy during the pandemic crisis. Yes, thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be uh, chatting with you. Um, my son and my husband and our two boy cats <laughs> in my house, we're doing well. We're doing well and we're happy to have sunshine outside our windows. So um, yeah, keeping the spirits up. That's good to hear. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, okay. I, <laughs> where do I start? I, um, I grew up everywhere. Uh, I have an American passport, but I learned very early on not to say that I'm American because um, when I went back to the United States for university, I realized that I don't really feel as home over there as I do um, being an expat, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is pretty much everywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, I am a spiritual stylist, meaning I have a fashion background. I was a fashion designer for about 20 years, but I've um, evolved that into helping women feel beautiful beyond following trends, feel beautiful by following their own instinct and honing their own style. Um, intuitively rather than by following the leader following a trend your approach to things both spiritually and holistically um, are also uh, part of creating an environment uh, mm -hmm. through through feng shui um, right. how that can help us uh, when we're creating our home offices right um, feng shui you know it's been practiced for centuries in, um, you know, it, it's Chinese by origin. And I grew up in Southeast Asia for much of my life. Um, so um, nothing, for instance, no building, no restaurant, nothing went up in Hong Kong without the consultation of a Feng Shui master. Oh my goodness, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> so um, it's just been incorporated to my way of life, whether or not I actually, you know, um, took a course on it. It's just a way of being coming from that part of the world, I think. For, for those of us uh, like me <laughs> who don't know exactly uh, what it is, can you just explain to us briefly what is feng shui? Feng shui will literally translate into, in, tra literally translate into wind and water, right? And, but the purpose of feng shui is to um, work with, create, generate, nurture energy to the most optimal way to help you, um, well, work, work with energy to help you achieve a life that you desire, a life that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's basically it. Like, you know, like the flow of light, the flow of um, 
energy. I'm sorry, that's the only word I can think about it. Just the flow of your space um, and how it makes you feel. There, there seems to be a rhyme or ri and rhythm that the Chinese discovered and they call it feng shui. Okay. Um, from what I understand, it's very important to set intentions in feng shui. Um, how can we apply these, these types of principles when setting up our, 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 our office in our homes? Well, I mean, setting intentions is always important for anything, right? Like when you decided to start your company, what was your intention, right? <laughs> so um, I see it kind of like that. If you, and it can't be just such a broad stroke, like, oh, I, ha I want to have an amazing house. All right, well, what does an amazing house look like to you? And that's how you find your intention, right? Um, for me, things are you know my intentions about my home is that it has to be pleasing it has to, and what does that mean to me to me it means that it needs to have a lot of light other people like things a bit moody and dark and whatnot but intentions are very um personal mm -hmm. but intentions allow you to organize your thoughts and your actions accordingly so um I hope that answers your question. No, it actually does. And I think about it when you talk about intentions, even for myself, when I get up in the morning, I wake up with a new set of intentions. They right. may not always <laughs> um, be the same throughout the day, but it, it helps me certainly focus and concentrate. And that brings me to another um, thing about focus and, and concentrating. Are there, are there principles that can in feng shui that can help us focus and concentrate uh, when working from home it's funny because like everything that i want to say may not necessarily sound like feng shui but i do really believe that feng shui is also just the implication of um common sense it just sounds a lot more romantic to say oh it's feng shui ancient chinese wisdom right <laughs> <laughs> but um you know common sense things like uh you know, have a space that is um, conducive to your productivity. And again, that looks different for other people. But if people want to believe in feng shui, then yeah, we can apply um, feng shui principles to it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, no, you're making it very simple because I myself, <laughs> I know, and, and, I, and I, I don't mean to sound overtly simplistic, but I'm a very organized person. So I, I can't really work if my space is all cluttered, is, right. is there something that's really analogous to my, my thought process and how my physical space is? Um, I don't know who can uh, function with um, clutter, although I heard that Einstein's desk was an absolute mess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, that's gonna throw my whole um, uh, belief into question, but you know, do what you do, you do what uh, feels right to you. But what I will answer your question from a perspective of feng shui and what I always grew up with is that um, where there is clutter in your space, and you know, um, the feng shui practitioners have a bagua or a map, if you will, mm -hmm. that divides spaces into quadrants and saying, like, this port, part, um, portion here signifies your wealth and prosperity fortune i mean set, um, quadrant this portion of your space signifies your um health and well-being and then your love and relationships etc cetera, etc cetera. um you know a bagua b-a-g-u-a can be looked up online and then you can see where all this is but what 
what I think is important to say is, and I've seen it um, to be true in my life, is um, wherever there's clutter, that's where there is um, disconnect or um, a situation that you need to attend to. Mm-hmm. So um, oftentimes I've seen that people who are having um, disconnect with their finances, that quadrant of their home tends to be a bit messy. And it's understandable because sometimes it's like if when you're going through upheaval or change of anything, it's like, like now, like now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there, there may be things that we don't want to look at. Uh, or, you know, we don't know how to look at, so we just put it to the side. And it's funny that in a lot of people's homes who are feeling that, it's in their um, abundance and prosperity section that things are being shoved or just piled up or not being attended to or pushed into a closet. Um, and, you know, um, I'm a spiritual stylist. I'm not a financial advisor. But mm-hmm. No, understood. <laughs> understood. But um, I do see that happening. Um, I do see that happening a lot in the homes of people that I do uh, visit mm-hmm. um, to work on their closets <laughs> and their wardrobes. But, you know, it, um, our wardrobes are a reflection of us as our spaces are. So I end up uh, giving assistance and aid in that respect as well. Okay. Are, are there materials or colors or... I don't know, certain elements of feng shui um, when, that we should consider when setting up um, our, our home office spaces? Uh, um, okay, first thing I'm going to say is trust your gut. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the second thing I'm going to say is uh, natural or, well, first trust your gut because, you know, I feel that too many people are being taught to trust somebody else other than them. Mm-hmm. So for me to say that it might sound very um, offhanded and, you know, because people are always looking for experts and whatnot that they disempower themselves. But from a feng shui perspective, um, life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the outdoors is always good. So bring some life into your workspace, uh, meaning a plant, but then let's be practical or at least know yourself. Um, the type of plant you bring in should be the type that you can tend to. Right. So it could right? be artificial for me because everything I touch dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, or, or fresh flowers. Um, something fresh like flowers. that. There you go. I mean, mm-hmm. I will know that you said artificial right there. It's like if there's a feng shui consultant watching it right now, they'll be like, <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> the horror. The horror. Yeah. <laughs> Because we, we, want, we want to bring truth into our life, right? Uh-huh. So an artificial plant is artificial mm-hmm. I mean, from that perspective. But then again, it's like everything is about what you believe, right? So if an artificial plant to you does not, um, um, how do I say, does not stand for, does not signify um, unreal, then right. it's fine, right? So like a lot of people get by and have successful lives, never having ever learned about feng shui. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. Right. But the people who do believe it, when they apply its principles, it works for them. And what I feel, what I believe about that, it's because like um, everything has energy. So if you're aligning with your positive intentions, then you bring positive intentions to life. Mm-hmm. So if you align with that and bring only things that align with that positive intention of yours, and if it, in my case, it's live plans, then it's going to work, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So I, I also think about when, um, because I've recently moved my office back home and I right. intend to keep it here for, for the foreseeable future for a whole host of reasons. Um, I think of different colors and colors that appeal most to me. I, I might necessarily not be able to change the paint in the area that I've dedicated for my office is, is, is orange, but I feel like orange provides, for me, provides vibrance. So I'm it always does. so I'm always buying a stack of oranges, and I have it in a bowl. And it, well, it orange is all, all about um, it is about vibrance, and it's about communication, and it's about connection. Mm-hmm. Um, orange is a very um, personable color, and it draws uh, yeah, it draws connection. So it's connectivity, right? So um, maybe right now, and it totally makes sense if you're looking at the, the life we're living right now, we are being kept from con- connecting on a physical sense, right? So I'm really thankful that people are using um, social media right now to connect rather than project as we had in the mm-hmm. past, right? So I'm not surprised at all that you're buying orange because you're really wanting to connect. Hence, you're creating this Zoom um, meeting between you and me, hence you're reaching out to your listeners, you're wanting to connect. And that's why, you know, you have orange. I mean, you may not have thought of it that way, but you know, I absolutely didn't. But every time I'm, I'm down one orange, I, I, I call right. and, and, and call the, uh, the people to deliver the, the fresh fruits that I have and, and buy a, a ton of oranges. That's, that's, a, that's truly so a very So for me, for point. someone who believes in feng shui, I'm like, see, uh-huh, uh-huh, it works. <laughs> because, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for that connect, you know, I'm looking for the, um, for, I'm looking for what I want to see. And because I do believe it, to me, that totally makes sense. I'm like, see, you're getting oranges because you want to connect. And here we are. But there's somebody who's never heard about um, feng shui and is doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, are, are there important areas of energy to consider um, in terms of uh, in feng shui? Because w- when you first started talking about not only from intentions, but energy seems to be uh, kind of a, a critical element uh, in, in, in feng shui. Okay. So I think, intentions and energy um how am i going to do this it's it's i guess for the chinese it's about you know common sense or just like um sayings um uh, (laughs) bear with me on this okay Mm -hmm. there's a practice then there's a belief in feng shui that you don't want a mirror in front of a door Okay. okay. And the philosophy is, or if you have like a door and a window, just like, you know, parallel to one another, because they're like money in, money out. Okay. So for the Chinese, they're like, we don't want money in, money out. So what, what in our spaces look like, looks like money in, money out. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, there's a right, you know, parallel to my door is a window. So that's just like what comes in goes out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how they um, explain things away with energy uh, energetically also uh, for an, for a workspace right um, it's uh, believed in feng shui that you never want your back to the door because things can come in without you knowing it okay. <laughs> right and mm-hmm. you don't have command of your space um, I'm you know 
that makes sense to me. <laughs> it's uh -huh. like one of those things that I practice. Um, also, ever since I um, started being aware of feng shui as well, I I took a, I had a mirror long ago in my um, apartment in New York that like went um, that was parallel to my front door, and um, when I took that out. Um, it wasn't, I didn't have money in, money out situation anymore now. Is it because I took that mirror out or what, because I was being more intentional about paying attention to where my money, <laughs> how sure. my money was coming in? You know, who knows? But like, I, I think the um, importance, again, is, goes back to what you said with intention. It's like, if you can symbolically make acts, actions to align with your intentions, then it's just always keeping you um, conscious of your intention, be it functional or not. Does, okay. Yeah. No, that, that's actually very useful. Um, do you have any recommendations for our listeners about like how, what, what mentally prepares you for, or how can you prepare your, your work day, especially from home in a healthy way? Set a good intention. <laughs> Okay, which I which I try to do every right. day. <laughs> and and what I mean by set a good intention means set an intention that, that empowers you. So starting in the morning, set intentions that serve you, and your intentions should always be ones that make you feel good about yourself. Okay, so I know that a lot of people are um, concerned that uh, with confinement we are not getting enough exercise. And that maybe if we're not getting enough exercise and a lot of people turn to food for comfort, mm -hmm. um, completely understandable, but ways to work with that in a way that nurture yourself is to say, it is my intention today to treat myself with utmost care. And so rather than um, saying, I am not going to get fat or, you know, I have to lose weight, which, you know, kind of make you feel bad, mm -hmm. you know? You can achieve the results that you want, you know, um, by saying it in a way that it, um, empowers you. Saying, you know, this morning I am going to take absolute care of my health. I'm going to work on. I'm going to care for my well-being. I'm going to care for my um, appearance. I'm going to care for my health. I'm going to care for my nutrition. All of those things will lead you to have a you know better image of yourself rather than oh i have to lose weight you know i i think that's very important i mean the 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 lockdown in paris which will soon be eased by certain restrictions uh, the the ease of restrictions has has permitted me before 10 o'clock i know that i have to go out or else i'm stuck inside for most of the day so i i, I begin with uh, a a short run for about 45 minutes and then that energizes me. I come mm -hmm. back home, I take a shower, and I actually get dressed. Right. <laughs> I get dressed. Even if no one is going to see me, whether through Zoom or whatever, because it puts me in the mode, okay, I'm ready to work. And see, that's what's really wonderful about... Um... <laughs> Let me fly with this, okay? One thing that I have noted as a blessing in this environment, and I'm very aware of all the um, pain and suffering, and I'm so grateful that for the time being, my family is safe, is that um, this confinement has given us the opportunity to either distract ourselves 
or focus it on what's important. And what I hear from your example is you are getting dressed for you. You don't have to project anything. You don't have to project an image. You don't have to look apart. You are doing what's important to you. So what I've been humbly grateful for is that it's given me the opportunity to um, really distill what's important and clear out the clutter of the rest. When we were living pre-confinement, it was so easy to be distracted by all the quote unquote things that we need to be doing. And there was so much busy work that went into our already busy lives that were not necessarily necessary. And what I'm seeing is that um, for a lot of people, myself included, is that I can get a lot done with, without a lot of the fluff. Mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, I'm so, um, and I think your, your example of your own thing is like, you know, if you want to get dressed, get dressed for yourself. Everything that you want to do, you're doing for the reasons now that are important rather than before we were doing things to put, to, you know, put forth an image. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm grateful for that. Gratitude is a, is a very important um, aspect uh, to have in our lives. And as you said, it's, it's, we, we should consider, for those of us who have shelter, who are healthy, the, these are things for which we should be grateful. Michelle, do you have any funny anecdotes that you'd like to share with our listeners? I do, and it's my favorite one. And it's the very first time that I actually used um, feng shui um, with a client, with a client, you know, um, I was working on her, uh, wardrobe, <laughs> but, uh, she said to me, you know, I just don't understand why I can't find a decent man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, you know, um, again, I've been practicing feng shui all my life just because it's what I grew up with, but I haven't studied it, right? But I, so I, this is the first time I actually considered um, going beyond the closet and I, I have since. Um, I, I took a walk around her um, one bedroom apartment and um, I saw that her kitty litter was in her um, love and relationships quadrant. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, mind you, this woman had a, a terrace. So I moved her um, kitty litter to her terrace. And um, in her love and um, relationship section, as a gift, I bought her a rose quartz heart-shaped crystal. Um, this is more than 20 years ago. And uh, within a month of that, coincidence or not who knows um she found a man who she's she who she married and she's still with today so you know it is sometimes, what it is sometimes it's the simple <laughs> things huh <laughs> all i did was move the kid and um you know i i didn't go around saging and ceremony bloody bloody blah, blah, blah right you know? i just i just knew that that was her love and relationships area and mm-hmm. She had been single for 10 years and okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you've worked from home for many years. Can yes. you describe uh, for our listeners what your home office is like? 
Well, my home office, because it's important to me, is flooded with light, natural light. Um, my space in Paris has, uh, in my home, the, the rest of my home, is flooded with light because that's important um, to us as a family. Um, I have I have wood, natural wood in my office for grounding. Mm -hmm. I have um, earth toned um, walls, like a, a golden tan and then like an eggshell on the other walls just to keep me, um, yeah, it, it's because I find it calming and it also keeps me grounded in what I believe is reality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I have shots of... Um, of a bright, vibrant yellow because it's a, a color that um, is joyful. And I think I read somewhere that it also in feng shui um, stimulates prosperity. Okay, mm. all the better. I mean, I mm -hmm. put it there because it made me happy, mm -hmm. but yay, if it brings me prosperity, awesome. Um, my furniture is like a light kind of, uh, light kind of blue gray. And from what I read, you know, like I chose all of these things before I consulted my feng shui book. But um, mm -hmm. when I heard that you were going to be asking me about these things, I looked up what my, um, what my colors mean. Mm -hmm. And um, lo and behold, yeah, it's about creativity and, and um, openness. So yeah, so my home office is grounded, creative, open, and joyful, and brings prosperity. <laughs> well, we should all be so lucky. <laughs> oh, and I have some plants that, you know, like, um, I think it's called a ZZ plant, mm -hmm. um, and it needs very little maintenance, and it keeps the air clean, I think, as well, right? So, I mean, all of these things are things that are important to me. Um, are they, have they, I don't do a, you know, hours and hours and hours of research on things. I pretty much trust my gut. And, you know, after I bought my ZZ plant, my husband's like, oh, look at this. It's supposed to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it has brought you all that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just aligning. It's just keeping me focused on what's important to me, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, face that I didn't feel comfortable with, I couldn't, then I wouldn't be focused on what's important to me. So, you know that's that's just how i see it michelle thank you so much for joining us today <laughs> and helping us figure out the best way to feng shui our, our home office um and we really appreciate uh you spending your time with us uh we hope that your family and you and your family remain remain safe and once again i thank you so much for for uh joining us on this episode of the paris property chronicles my pleasure thank you for having me take good care I'm Yolanda Robbins. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Paris Property Chronicles. Property tailored for you.